Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Glenn James and this is John Pigeon. And we are My Millennial Money Property. Hey, John, today, five ways to save for a deposit. Pretty important, isn't it? It is. You really want that deposit. Yes. Particularly if you don't have any other ways to get into either your first property or an investment property. Mm. But again, before we get into it, I just want to give Sean Wellman and the team at Wellman Finance a shout out. They've partnered with this podcast, My Millennial Money Property, to bring it to you and we can't do it without them. If you are after a great mortgage broker, remember to go to wellmanfinance.com.au forward slash M3 and... Sean will teach you enough for you to make your own decision. Yes, he will. And that's so important because you just don't want to blindly do things in life. You want to take some responsibility and that's why it's important to have somebody who will teach you along the way. Yeah, and I think it's like any professional, isn't it? Like you can go and get your car serviced, but the little things that matter to make the car run a bit smoother um, it yeah, is absolutely. Key. And this is a real good example of that. Totally. Sean's an expert. Awesome. Five ways to save for deposit. Yeah. What's, uh, and I don't know if these are in any particular order. I, I want to put them in order because I think sure. there's, uh, there's easy ways and there's harder ways or, or more out of the box ways, I suppose. So I want to start with the, the more straightforward ones first. Sure. And um, what's, what's number one, John? Before I go to one, I think we need to have some sort of goal or time frame around, well, what do we want to save or how much do we want to save and what sort of time frame do we want to do that in? If we've got a goal and some habits attached to that, I think it, there's, there's more meaning around that as opposed to I want to save for a house deposit one day. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess the average type of price, and I'm talking outside of your capital cities, yeah. uh, particularly Sydney and Melbourne, it could be around the 500K. Would that be a good example to use yeah, during this episode? Absolutely. Depending on where you're listening from right now, but I'd say anywhere between 300 to 500 is is quite common. If you're living in, in Bondi right now, you're probably thinking... You might need 500 for the deposit. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's your stamp duty. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the time frame I think is critical and the, and the goal of what, what that amount might look like. Um, now, we're talking more so how do I save for a cash deposit. I haven't got equity in an existing portfolio. Yeah. So important to pre-frame that for a start. Yeah. And I think it is, you've just got to, in every area of your life, you need to have something to aim for. Yeah. And again, like you said, the timeline mm. is like, well, when can I expect to have this? Because when the going gets tough and you're not feeling it, you, you're not going to deviate from the plan. No. But if you're just randomly, oh, I'm just saving, saving, saving. I don't know what I'm saving for. Yeah. You know, you could have a bad couple of weeks or month emotionally or yeah, mental right. health. I don't know. And it could really dis derail you. Derails totally, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. So so the first one 
is is uh, maybe a no-brainer to most, but really to have a cash flow management plan in your life and to know what's coming in and what's going out in your life so that you've got control over that back end and at least you can then start to do some forecasting. So without that, um, I think uh, the, the rest falls to pieces pretty quickly. Yeah, and in like if you are struggling with your personal cash flow and you don't have a good system like this, mm. in the show notes, there's a link to my cash flow course. Yes. And I didn't even know these points before John um, started saying them because mm. we like to kind of go in a little bit blind when we do these discussions. Yep, or loose. Or loose. We're not allowed to be loose on this podcast, John. <laughs> it's more serious this <laughs> one. This is serious. Yeah. So, but the important thing there is, John, if you've got a good system in place, you can work out how much it costs you to exist Yeah. and then have a look at, okay, well, I can save this much, but if I just take $50 for the seven-day week or, mm. or whatnot out of the budget, yeah. I can have a look at the numbers. So it will help you, I guess, see how hardcore you want to go with your savings yeah for sure and that that probably leads on to my 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 second point is pay yourself first so if you've got your goal and your time frame and you know what's coming into your life i think you if you pay yourself first and live off the rest it's a far more proven method than trying to save after i've already spent for that week or that month um and and then you, you're encouraged to just survive, aren't you? As opposed to, yeah, I'll reward myself by paying $500 towards this house deposit that I don't know when it's going to come. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, third point? Third point is pay rise or find a higher paying job, right? Now, I'm not talking use and abuse companies and bosses and, and, and just uh, not give value for money, but... It's your life and you need to take control of that. So yeah. if there is an $80,000 paying job and there's another one paying a hundred, how much is that going to make a difference to your life in the next two to three years? Now, it might be a bit of short-term pain in order to get yourself more cash flow to, to get that house deposit if that drive is, is high enough. Yeah, and I think, like you said, it's not a shakedown, but we have a responsibility to first look out for our own household or ourself first yep. because realistically no one else is no no and as as much as we'd like to think yeah we're a loyal team member and everything else when push comes to shove everyone's going to be thinking about themselves aren't they absolutely and i will say there's actually no magic way to save money no it's all these points and we're going to throw in a few little other ones mm. um all working together yeah that adds up to the to the goal, basically. Yeah, that's right. But but I would say like having that cash flow system in place, mm. when you do get the pay rise, we're not increasing our lifestyle. Yeah. Because lifestyle inflation, it's a killer. Yeah, correct. I mean, <clears throat> the, more you, the more we earn, the more we spend generally. Uh, yeah, so in relation to that pay rise or that bonus uh, or, or whatever it may be that's an increase in your life, you, you need to save the difference. You don't want to go and spend or and waste all that because traditionally that's what happens isn't it you, you get yourself a pay rise and it just goes into discretional spending oh just on the pay rise there's another portion of that that uh, relates differently and that's the self-employed yeah so if you are self-employed you, you as a business owner you and i know we go through periods of oh, i just can't be bothered doing this it might be easy to go back and work for wages etc but the upside is so exciting and motivating where that is your motivator in that 
um, instance where if you are self-employed, um, I go and get myself five clients and there's my deposit fast-tracked by six months as yeah, an example. Right. So, yeah, if you are self-employed as well, what can you do to lean up your business to make it more profitable? Yeah. So, are you doing something that's prehistoric which can be done differently? Yeah. And, and you might have a massive drive to go and run your own business. Don't just run out and do it just to save a house deposit. But if that is a drive, the upside can be far greater. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Uh, have you got a fourth point Number there? four is be strategic in your thinking. Uh, get your family member involved. And the biggest, I suppose, common one for this is the parental guarantee. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not a massive fan of parental guarantees and unless you've got your your foundations in place to begin with because it can create bad habits. I've just got this lump sum of money or my parents have covered or insured me, um, but my habits in my life are, are crappy. Yeah, and I think that's the big trap because it's like when people have multiple amounts of debt mm. and we should be a point as well, get, ri- get rid of any consumer debt first. Yeah, um, yeah. They want to do a debt consolidation or amalgamate the debt where it's like, well, you actually haven't changed the underlying issue and habit no. which is you overspending yeah. you just think you've done something i and i call it like debt consolidation yeah it's the diet shake of dieting yeah absolutely like yeah. it's just a quick fix but you haven't changed the underlying habits and behaviors no you just drunk the shake and i'm now full and i get yeah. onto the next meal yeah but you remove those diet shakes and you just go fling back to where you were yeah in our in our sporting example it's uh I've strained a hamstring. I've got weak glute muscles, but I'll uh, now my hamstring's recovered. I can keep training again. But the fundamentals are that it's going to break down again. Yeah, know? absolutely. So just throwing a bit of sport in there for the hang of it. Uh, the fifth one. Oh, sorry. Just on that fourth, family member, be strategic about this. So there might be a brother or sister or uncle that is willing to uh, lend you money, and and I'd say just have a, an official loan document or agreement drawn up for that and and not just have it a loose handshake and Um, even in that regard for example sean wellman yeah mortgage broker he could actually give you different strategies on the coalface with what banks want to see and whatnot as well yeah correct and and he lives and breathes that stuff himself personally so he's more than qualified to talk about that um, and, and be strategic and the fifth one is an extension of the fourth in a certain way. It's a joint venture opportunity. So I want a house deposit. I've got my ducks in a row in the in the first three steps that we've mentioned, but uh, we can fast track that by bringing someone else into the picture. That might be a 50% ownership. Uh, they bring in 50% of the deposit or in some cases all of the deposit and I bring in the serviceability as an example. So there's a number of of strategic ways that you can shape that but fast tracking that um, if you're sitting there thinking well even with those first three steps covered in um in in what we've mentioned today i'm still going to be three years from saving for a house deposit yeah absolutely so again this is basic stuff and it's just here to keep you encouraged to keep you motivated you might think of one thing while your mind's in this world, mm. like I've just written down a few points here yeah. and I might as well say them because yeah. I was just thinking. Yeah. All these things work together. So my kind of couple of points that I've scrolled down, just know that renting is temporary. Renting mm. is camping. If you want a house, you've got to spend as little as possible, well, as little as you can on rent. Yeah. Okay. Might not be the desired suburb. 
hey, if you're worried about, you know, getting shot through the front door or the front window, yeah. maybe not that cheap in that suburb. Yeah. But realistically, renting is camping. If you have a three, two, five-year plan, whatever that is, yeah. to save a deposit to buy your first home. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And and I probably didn't dig down on point number one of cash flow management enough because I just think it's a no-brainer, right? But yeah. those things like reducing rent, having no car debt, like yep. not going and buying extravagant clothing, all those sort yeah. of no-brainers. And suppose. to be honest, most people I know under 30 who have purchased their first home and around that 500K mark, they haven't had brand new cars. They haven't no. had car loans. Yeah. So if you want to... And don't be embarrassed to sell your cars and drive some pieces of crap around yeah. just to get to your goal because you'll be amazed at how fast a $500 a month car payment mm. will add up. Absolutely. And from a borrowing perspective, it has a massive impact. The Absolutely. banks don't like the look of that. Uh, the other point I made was make sure if you've got a partner, have them on board. Yep. There's no point if one partner or one person in the relationship has their head in the sand, doesn't care, just wants to do their thing and not be involved mm. because what you might find is it might be leading to a broader discussion of, hey, are we actually on the same page with freaking life here? Yeah. I mean, yeah. and a lot of time when people write into our podcast, John, it's not a money problem. It's a relationship problem. Yeah. And we're not counselors. No. So. <laughs> no, sort no, that no. out yourself. Lump sums, windfalls, tax time's a good one. Mm. If you're getting two grand back from your tax return or five grand, bam, straight into the savings. Pretend yep. it didn't exist. Yeah. Okay. If you've got debt first, bam, tax return straight into the debt. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm talking about personal loans and credit cards. Mm. I would say sell everything in your house that you haven't used in over two years that's not a family heirloom. Yeah. So there could be 500, 1,000, two grand laying around in your house, in your yeah. garage, minimalist, get into that stuff, sell everything. Yeah. So we come tree, garage yeah, sale. We've got to get intentional. Mm. Can you or your partner get a second job for a two year window? Let's just mm. turn this up to 11 mm. and it works more when you are on the same page if you're in a relationship Yeah, because we're both going to go and pour beers on a Saturday night. We're both going to go and drive Uber. We're both going to go and do this. Yeah, short-term so, pain. Yeah, I don't love side hustles just for the point or just mm. for the, oh, we're doing a side hustle. Mm. When you've got a goal, mm. doing the extra hours is intentional. Yeah, for sure. And if you are dead serious about saving deposit, you're not going overseas on a holiday. No. You're not being extravagant. Yeah, and we get a lot of questions about that. Do I go overseas on a holiday or do I buy a home? Well, in my mind, you want the lifestyle experience, but get your home first and then go away on Absolutely. holidays and rent so it out. We're really just saying in this instant culture of we get what we want when we want, mm. it doesn't happen with our savings and we have to work on the habits and behaviours yeah. and go the next two to three years we are sacrificing mm. and we're going to kill it. Yeah, absolutely. If you've got to move back home for two years and pay some board to your parents, if it's a tenable situation, mm. maybe do that. I don't know, but we've got to get intentional. Yeah, we, we talk a lot about um, staying with the parents if you're already there or if you're out, get back in there because you, you only get that opportunity once where – you can save massive chunks of money, can't you, from just Absolutely. staying at home and still paying them board, but yeah, minimal expenses in your life. Yeah. So what I'm getting out of this, John, is there's no magic formula. There's no anything. It's like all these 10 things that we've talked about all working in unison like a well-oiled machine, overarching with a big goal, 
overarching with we're on the same page if yeah. we're in a relationship. 100%. So I think that getting back to what we started with is that time frame and that dollar figure needs to be put written down on paper, tell the world about it and go out there and achieve it. And the only one who can achieve that is going to be you and not anyone else. Yeah. And I think what you should do as well, chat to a mortgage broker, chat with Sean to just get a bit of a lay of the land because yeah. what will happen is you might want a house for 450 500 Yeah. Go, hey saving towards a mortgage he might say or his team might say to you give us a call when you're at 25 grand we'll have a good crack at it for you yeah and we've actually done that uh, in the last few months with some some clients is we've we've forecasted and said well okay if we want to buy something for 400k based on our servicing at the moment which is our income how much of a deposit will we need and he's come back to us and said okay we need 30 grand as an example. Yeah. So, all right, now there's my goal of 30 grand plus my buffers and away I go. That's a massive motivator for someone. Totally. Mm. And I would probably say just keep away from looking on domain or real estate <laughs> just because you can't do anything unless you get that 30 grand-ish. That's no. what I tell people. Like yeah. realistically, you need that critical mass in your life. You need to be debt-free. Yeah. I would also like to see an emergency fund as well. Yeah. Um, again, there is no fast way. Hey, John, that's been a great chat and it's just been an encouragement. That's all it is. Mm. We do not have a magical solution. Don't worry about those programs where they say, come in and we'll give you a house for free and all this stuff without a deposit. Mm. They will own your soul. Yes. If you like your soul being owned, do those programs. If it's too good, it is. Totally. Usually. All right. Bye-bye. See ya. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.